And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you had a terrific weekend. Um, Yeah, so crazy morning around here, uh, (laughs) here at the studio in in lovely freezing cold Toledo, Ohio. I had a guest uh, have to bail on me uh, on short notice. You know, it's not his fault. He's uh, covering the the gun rights rally in in Virginia right now, and, you know, is what it is. But so... uh, Obviously, I wasn't able to book another guest with absolutely no notice, so flying solo here today. I'm going to keep it really short. Um, I didn't really have enough time to prepare a, uh, a solo episode, but um, um, a couple things I wanted to hit today, and I'll, I'll keep it short, and I will make it up to you with a longer episode on Wednesday, and we have a great first-time guest coming on Wednesday as well. Uh, can't say who quite yet, but I think you guys will, will really be excited when you hear who's coming on on Wednesday. So anyway, all right, before I get to what I want to talk about today... Um, Guys, uh, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Uh, please give us a five-star rating and a good review if you listen on iTunes. And if you like what you're hearing, uh, hit us up over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. All right, well, you know what? Look, before we get to uh, news of the day, uh, man, Super Bowl, I, I think it's going to be a really good one. It's going to be a good one. Chiefs, Niners. Man, man, oh, man. Best quarterback in the league right now versus uh, the best defense in the league by far. So the games weren't that good. Every single playoff game has been awesome so far, except for yesterday. I mean, the uh, the Titans Chiefs game was really good in the first half. The Titans were up, I think, ten to nothing, then seventeen seven, and then you know the better team just uh, the, the Chiefs really just put it all together. They were able to stop Derrick Henley, Derrick Henley's giant ass uh, from running all over him. So. Uh yeah, and then uh man, the Packers didn't show up at all. They really left the the car running. Uh yeah, that'll be that'll be weird. So, I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm going Niners. I think the Niners are gonna beat the Chiefs. I really do. I mean, that defense is just excellent. And uh, look, it's, obviously, I'm a Steelers fan. I don't have a dog in this race. Uh. And you guys know how much I hate the press. You know how much I hate the media. And the Kansas City Chiefs, they are the media's team. The 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 sports media has endorsed the Chiefs. So I think I'll just root against the Chiefs. So uh, ESPN is sad. I mean, look, if I don't care about either team and I don't care about either team, I'll you know I'll root for the underdog. The Niners are the underdog. And look, halfway through last season, the press anointed the Chiefs as like the next dynasty. They're like Patrick Mahomes, like halfway through his rookie year. They're Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, and they're going to win the Super Bowl every year for the next 15 years. It's like, okay. The press loves the Chiefs, therefore I will root against them. You guys know me. I can't stand the press. That's an odd uh, odd reason to root for somebody in the Super Bowl, but hey, man, I am who I am. Only God can judge me. All right, anyway, so... The New York Times editorial board has made their decision. Everybody's been waiting in anticipation for this. Obviously, every four years, the, the New York Times editorial board endorses a candidate. It's always a Democrat. Um, they, they started 
uh, endorsing candidates for president in 1960 when they endorsed, obviously, JFK. And every four years, they have endorsed a Democrat without fail, not a Republican to be found. Um, and so who did they endorse? And the, oh, by the way, the press, very excited about this. Oh, waiting in anticipation. They, oh my goodness, who's the New York Times going to endorse, as if it matters. The press, they still think they're the kingmakers. They think they're the kingmakers. As if the, the 2016 election didn't make it painfully obvious that they are not. They still think they are. So anyway, the entire press, the entire corporate press, they're so excited to see who the New York Times was going to endorse. And the New York Times endorsed... Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar, <laughs> which is just, which is hilarious. I, I, I mean, they're running against each other, so I, I don't really know how that works. How you can endorse both of them, but I think that the decision-making process behind this from the New York Times was that they are just very disappointed. They're very butthurt that all the black folks had already dropped out of the race. I mean, obviously, if there was a black person in the race, they would have endorsed them. I think that's kind of the New York Times's worldview, like you know. White people are bad, so they're going <laughs> to endorse minorities. And, I mean, by the way, Liz Warren, Amy Klobuchar, they're the whitest people on the face of the earth. Tulsi Gabbard is a woman of color. I don't know why they couldn't take that into consideration, but obviously she's anti-war. So if you're anti-war, the New York Times doesn't like you. If you're anti-war, you're essentially a white man uh, in the eyes of, of the corporate press. Um, Andrew Yang, he's an, he's an Asian man, uh, so I don't know why they didn't consider him. Um, I mean, he's a crazy socialist. You know, he wants to give everybody a thousand dollars a month, but you know, he's he doesn't hate Republicans. You know, he's like kind of like a nice guy who doesn't hate half the country. And if you don't hate half the country, obviously, to the New York Times, you can't be Asian. You're you're just a white man, right? So so Andrew Yang isn't hateful. Therefore, he has lost his status as minority. Tulsi Gabbard uh, doesn't want to bomb all the brown people in the Middle East. So obviously, she's lost her status as a minority. Um, they're both essentially white men at this point. Uh, so yeah, they endorse Liz Warren and Amy Klobuchar, two very different candidates. I don't really know how you square that circle, but they just went with endorsing the female gender generally, I think. <laughs> as long as it's not a man in the White House next, the New York Times would be happy. Uh, so what nonsense. What absolute nonsense. Whatever, New York Times. Is there is there anything else to say about this? I mean, they, a new low for the New York Times once again. Today there is the huge pro Second Amendment rally in Virginia, and uh, obviously, just check out Twitter. Uh, there's a lot of great journalists over there. Uh, my friend Alex Sears is is covering it live. Uh, a lot of awesome, encouraging videos coming out of of Richmond, Virginia, right now. There are thousands and thousands of uh, gun owners petitioning their government peacefully like you're supposed to um th there's really not a lot of counter protests there's a handful of leftists there but but you know nothing nothing major the press is absolutely beside themselves today they have no idea they do not understand why gun owners won't just let their rights be taken away from them why won't gun owners in virginia just let governor blackface walk all over the constitution like, here's the overarching point here. Most Americans, including a lot of Democrats, I'm not saying, like, all Democrats are against the American founding or anything, but here, here's, here's the difference between the press and the American public. Most Americans, including a lot of Democrats, have a little piece of the American founding in them, right? Like, it's, it's in our blood as Americans. Like, it's in our DNA. It's in our psyche. 
Like, we have a little bit of George Washington. We have a little bit of Thomas Jefferson. We have a little bit of sailing across the Delaware on Christmas morning (laughs) to go kick the British asses, okay? Like, we have a little bit of that in us. The press does not. They don't. Like, they've lost the American founding. The press does not have it anymore. They don't have that, that little piece of DNA in us passed down generation after generation that remembers the American founding. The press doesn't have that. The American public do, but the press does not. And that's the fundamental difference between the press and the rest of us. The press, either they don't care about the American founding, they don't remember what it was all about, or, I mean, a lot of people in the corporate press are just open. They openly state that they believe that the American founding was a mistake. They believe that we should still be part of England, right? That's the difference. That's the difference between us and them. (laughs) It's not that they live on the coasts. It's not that they, you know, they've never shot a gun before. It's not that they, you know, whatever. They they don't believe in God the way we do. It, It has nothing to do with that. It's that they are either ignorant or hostile towards the American founding, and we're not. We love the American founding. And it's not just on guns. It's, it's not just on the Second Amendment. It's on the First Amendment as well. Why? Why won't the American public go along with hate speech laws? Why won't the American public let us tell them what they can and cannot say? What weapons they can and cannot possess? It's not just the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. The, the, the left and the press, they're shocked. They're shocked that Americans don't want their children to be indoctrinated indoctrinated with leftist propaganda in government-run schools. They don't get it. Why? What? Why? Why don't you want us to indoctrinate your children? Don't you know that you're too stupid to educate your children? Don't you know that we know what's best? We're doing this for the greater good? They're shocked. They're shocked that, you know, American parents want school choice. They want to be able to pull their kids out of these evil government schools and send them to private school or charter school or homeschool or whatever. They don't understand why. And who knows what uh, what's going to come about in Virginia. I mean, Virginia is going to reach a breaking point here soon. Like, it is it is absolutely stunning. Uh, the These laws, you should read up on, on these, these anti-Second Amendment laws that that have been uh, passed in Virginia. I, I don't know what's going to come of them. Will these laws ever go to an effect? I don't know. Will they be shot down in court? That's definitely a, a possibility. I'd say it's probably likely. Um, if these uh, if these cases go to the Supreme Court, I, I can obviously see the Supreme Court siding, uh, you know, ruling on the side of the Second Amendment. So I don't know. I don't know if these super strict uh, gun control laws are actually ever going to go into effect, but it is great to see uh, the great people of Virginia protesting their government peacefully like this. Uh, they, it's absolutely warranted. Oh, what? one more one more thing. Oh, my goodness, I almost forgot. Sorry, a little scatterbrain here today. <laughs> this is just a hilarious example of what I was just talking about, the, the, the split between the press and the American public uh, being totally disconnected from, from the American founding. Um, an NBC reporter just tweeted this an hour ago, who's covering the, the Second Amendment rally in Richmond. Uh, a guy named, uh, let me pull it up, this guy's name, Gabe Gutierrez, and he's a reporter for uh, for NBC. <laughs> he posted a video of the attendees of this rally, uh, the pro-Second Amendment folks, 
uh, waving American flags and Gaston flags and, and, and uh, Virginia flags and uh, reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. Gabe Gutierrez from NBC <laughs> tweets the video <laughs> with audio. I mean, like, we have ears. We can actually hear uh, what's going on here. He tweets the video, and this is what he said about it. Chance of, quote, we will not comply from gun rights protesters in Richmond. What? <laughs> we will not... It's literally just people reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, th- there's not a single person there saying, we will not comply. Like, has Gabe Gutierrez, a reporter for NBC News, has he never heard the Pledge of Allegiance? Like, it's just like... <laughs> he's so shocked, he's shocked. Like, he's never heard the Pledge of Allegiance before. So he ignores it and makes something up and tweets it. Like, with confidence. Like, he's he's confidently... He, he thinks he's dunking on the right. Like, he thinks he's correct. He tweeted this, this video, with very clear audio of people reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. He tweets that and says, the crowd is chanting, we will not comply. It's just amazing. Like, it just it's completely divorced from reality. I mean, these people are not, like, the press is so far removed from the mindset of most Americans, including a lot of Democrats. It's just, it's amazing. These people, it, it's absolutely amazing. Morgan Freeman, you know, the the great actor and obviously leftist hack from Hollywood, you know, he, he tweeted a, a, a video of people peacefully protesting, just gun owners carrying their guns in a, in a rally, just walking down the street. It was just a handful of people with guns walking down the street. And uh, I, I believe, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but it was something along the lines of like, this is not what the founding fathers had in mind uh, when, when they wrote the Second Amendment. Excuse me? People peacefully protesting is not what the Founding Fathers had in mind when they wrote the Second Amendment. The Founding Fathers took their guns and killed government workers, slaughtered them by the thousands. The Founding Fathers had something much more violent in mind when they wrote the Second Amendment than people peacefully protesting in Richmond, Virginia. The point of the Second Amendment is allowing the people the ability to slaughter their government if it ever becomes tyrannical, just like we did to the British. My goodness. These people are they are so far removed from the American founding, and in a lot of cases, they're actively hostile towards it. What a divide. What a divide between the press and the elites and the American public. My goodness. God bless the protesters in Virginia. Oh, another thing. Sorry, guys. I'm just jumping all over the place. I thought this was awesome and, and kind of funny. Um, a lot of people uh, protesting in, in Richmond today had Hong Kong flags, too. Um, uh, just another reminder that China is asshole, if, if, you, if you weren't uh, aware. Um, and that's just standing in solidarity with, with the people in Hong Kong who are obviously not allowed to own weapons, and they're being brutally oppressed and killed um, by, by the, the Chinese Communist Party. You know, standing in solidarity with those folks. You remember the the protests in Hong Kong. People were carrying signs around that said, "We want a Second Amendment." You know, they they look at the freedoms we have here and and they want that desperately. They want it. They want freedom a lot more in Hong Kong than than they do at the editorial board of the New York Times. That's for damn sure. It's sad to see, but God bless them. Sorry, guys. I gotta cut it real short today. I I will do a legit 
much longer episode the next couple episodes to make it up for you you know extenuating circumstances obviously a cancellation everything else had to kind of throw this together last minute so i apologize i'll be back on wednesday with a great guest you guys you should be excited i can't i can't say who yet but trust me It'll be a good one. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for all the great feedback I've been getting lately. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks.